I'm Helen Rabello. Welcome to The Turning Point Project. I believe that when you face a big transitional moment in life, you have to learn how to transcend your fears and honour the process, even if it gets messy in the middle. In this project, inspiring conscious creatives and entrepreneurs share their stories about how they used a turning point to move from a life that didn't fully fit to living in a more intentional way despite the messy bits. May these stories inspire you to trust your turning points and take a step forwards through your messy bits towards your more magical life. My guest today is the lovely Naomi Newland, who is the wearer of many hats. That is her own description, not surprisingly, because she, amongst other things, is a hypnotherapist, a psychotherapist, an EFT practitioner, the creator of the Women's Wellness Festival called RestFest, and she's also the mother of three little people. Naomi has an amazing story about how she escaped from a life that was a bit like Groundhog Day, although she has a much better description for it, and how she's managed to change her life around to really live on her terms, to incorporate a love of traveling into her life. She really is an example of what magic can unfold when you learn to listen to the inner nudges and the inner whispers. So sit back, enjoy the conversation and let me know what you think. So welcome Naomi to the Turning Point podcast. It is such a delight to finally get to talk to you because I have been fascinated by what you do for quite some time. So thank you and welcome. Oh, I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled to be sharing this time with you, Helen. It's just glorious. I've been looking forward to it. Oh, me too. If you're happy to dive in, I would love to know if when I sent you all the details about the ethos of this this project, which is really to demystify turning points and share real stories about how you kind of made it through, did something come to you immediately do you have a sense of what you would like to talk to about or are you going to just let it unfold and see what comes out absolutely there's been a number of kind of key moments in my life where I've done just that and that's leap and dive in but there's probably the most profound one uh, has led me on this path of self-development and self-discovery over the past three or four years so that's what leapt into my conscious mind to chat about today I love it when something presents itself because you can always trust that it's going to be the thing that somebody really, really needs to hear. And um, and I can already tell that you're going to be great in terms of keeping it very real as well, which is always helpful because it, it's kind of, it's a lot more relatable, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I'm all about keeping it real. All about keeping it real. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. So, so can you talk us up to this particular turning point where where were you yeah so I'm gonna rewind and just time travel back to 2015 uh, 2016 actually which was a time um that I took a year out after 
some really frantic kind of trying to run a business with three very small children and it not working out at all for me, which led to me having an incredible amount of self-doubt, being completely overwhelmed and really, really unfulfilled and fed up, quite frankly, for a whole year. Just reflecting back on that now, I can feel this kind of sense of sadness about what a low place that was for me to have beautiful children, a lovely family life, but just feel so disconnected, but not really knowing how or what I needed to do. Yeah. So everything was very much like a groundhog day, I guess. Um, I call it my cut and paste kind of year where it was just same old, same old school run, packed lunches, after school clubs, rushing around after the children whilst I got my head together. Yeah, I guess that's kind of normal life for a lot of women. But I knew that there was something else, a yearning, a calling that I was just missing. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. And I love that description of cut and paste. Yeah, isn't it? It's just like same old, same old, same old, different days, same stuff. Yeah, that's such a good way of putting it. I've never heard anyone refer to it like that before, but instantly get a sense of that when you say that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... It doesn't have to be that way. It, that's what I've learned over the last few years. It just doesn't have to be that way. So this was a year, you said, and what happened, what happened to kind of take you out of that? Well, almost so, press pause and <laughs> select <laughs> on your cutting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a different drop-down box. It was very much, I can remember the day so vividly, so vividly that it was obviously an incredible turning point and an incredible powerful day for me. But it was a day just like any other, cut and paste, cut and paste, same walking home from doing the school run, having dropped all three children off at school, the same group of mums. And every day they, we would all ask what we were doing that day. And I'd always have this fantasy about setting off into the sunset with the children and jacking everything in, doing some homeschooling and just had just had this visualisation every day, like going on an aeroplane and just heading out of this cut and paste life. And I said goodbye to this group of mums as I did every day in the cut and paste way. And I just suddenly had this massive kind of, I don't know what you want to call it, different people have different beliefs, but kind of download or an internal voice. It wasn't really a voice, but it's just this incredibly powerful message that stopped me in my tracks. And it was a simple message, but it was just the way that it was so clear at the time. Uh, It made my hair stand up and we really take notice and the message was very simple that it said stop dreaming start doing oh wow yeah that simple and the other part of it kind of came through is that work smart and spend less message and it just as I say stopped me in my tracks and I went home and just started taking action And that's where the whole rest of the story unfolds from. And it's been quite a journey. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Had you ever had anything like that happen before? Not quite as powerfully. I've always kind of followed my instinct and maybe gone against the grain, like flying off to Australia when I was 21 by myself, training to be a hypnobirthing teacher when everybody told me it was a really bad idea. So little kind of little tiny tests of following my intuition but not really knowing that that's what I was doing but this was this was mega this was like yeah 
doesn't have to be like this anymore. Start taking control of your destiny. And I did. Yeah, I did it. And I smashed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I feel good. I feel so good about that. Because if I hadn't listened and I'd just carried on, I'd still be cut and pasting away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how old were your children at this point? We're going back like four, five years. So my eldest is 11. So I think it was around the time that they were all just at school. So my youngest had three children in three and a half years. So it was hardcore Mm. kind of introduction to parenting. And all of that was great. I would love to be a mum. But I just really missed my identity. and really missed having a really solid purpose. So my children must have been at that stage around, trying to do quick maths, around five, six and eight or nine, the oldest, yeah. Wow, so still holding quite a lot of responsibility in terms of making sure they're okay. Of course, yeah, definitely still that, but just yearning for something for myself, just knowing that I had to be a role model to them and that I wasn't being the best that I could be up until that stage I wanted to show them anything was possible yeah how on earth did you go from that sort of epiphany moment for want of a better description because it <laughs> the hairs on the back of my neck stood up when you <laughs> so you know I feel really feeling into the energy of that I can feel how powerful that must have been for you or I have some sense of that Oh, yeah, it was. What did you do? How did you move forward and, you know, trust that? Yeah. It's quite a big journey to go on, isn't it? It's huge. It's huge because I literally transformed not only mine, but the family's life from that point forward. And you you hit the nail on the head with the word trust. Things just started to unfold. So I went home that morning, put my laptop on. And the course that I had wanted to do for an incredibly long time, but always had a million excuses why I shouldn't do it. I just suddenly decided to say yes to retraining as a hypnotherapist, stroke psychotherapist, which unfolded so many more opportunities from that point forward. So rather than, oh, I can't do it. I'm a mum with three kids. I can't do it. I haven't got the money. I just said, yes, I'm going to do this and I'll work out. I'm going to commit. And i just going to trust that everything else is going to fall into place and it did it did in order for me to be able to take the time out to study for a year uh, I had the opportunity to downsize our living arrangements so we rented out our big family house we downsized our living arrangements we started paying off lots and lots of debt at that time with the young family having given up my corporate career we'd kind of fallen into quite a dark place with um, some really big debt and we managed to live rent-free for 18 months. And really, that was a massive turning point for us as a family, which then led to my husband and I started to our travel planning dreams. We started to be able to build a little savings pot to be able to afford what came next. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited by this, this whole unfolding. Wow. I know, because really, <laughs> truly unfolding is just the, is the word just trusting When I started the course, which did come with a lot of resistance from some people around me, it wasn't an easy thing to do because it took a lot of uh, time and dedication. But as soon as I got into that lecture room, I just knew I was in the right place. You know, everything about that year was magical for me. I just 
was learning so much. I was being surrounded by so many inspirational people and my mind was just loving it. My spirit, my soul, just loving it. it was, I was just like, yeah, this is what starts something special. I just knew it. So I was lapping it up and I went, you can't help when you're in that kind of learning process to not go through the whole shift in your own personal development too. So I, yeah, I was becoming next level and the resounding thing that I got from the end of that course, that whole year of immersive study was everybody needs to know this. <laughs> like, how can I share it? How can I get all this kind of brilliant, helpful, essential information out to a massive audience? I can't just keep it to myself. I can't just keep it for my clients one-to-one. It needs to be bigger. So that's what sparked kind of the end result. That's almost a whistle-stop tour of what I'm sure was quite an epic, epic process. So what yes. I'd love to know is, I'm so with you on the leaning into trust. It's been one of my biggest discoveries. But of course, we still have this human side of us, don't we? And I'd love to know if during this period, even though you inherently knew it was right you know, and it was really kind of touching your heart and your soul. Did you at any point have doubts or worries or fears? I mean, I'm not sure that's a stupid question because you're human. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, every single day, (laughs) every single day. Yeah. And I think what keeps you going through those times is I knew that I couldn't live not trying I would regret it far more. So if I hadn't tried, I'd rather regret trying and failing than never trying at all. Yeah. That whole, someone once asked me, you know, what legacy do you want to leave behind when you're on your deathbed? What kind of story do you want to be leaving behind for the generations? And I just thought, I want to be somebody that tried, even if they failed. So that's what drove me. I love that because that sort of taps into what you said earlier, um, that one of the things you really wanted was to be an example, set a really good example for your children. So whether you did it knowingly or not, you were really tapping into a compelling why, weren't you? You were, you know, that legacy piece. I mean, it will pull you through anything, (laughs) (laughs) yeah knowing that you've got three little pairs of eyes watching is you know the biggest motivator the biggest motivator yeah yeah so you've got that accountability but you uh, so you've almost tapped into the the biggest secret really to doing anything which is have a clear reason why you're doing it and really believe in that and be able to trust in it Uh, but then know what you need in terms of you know accountability some of us aren't in any way responsive to being accountable to external (laughs) people and some people are Um. yeah yeah see I thrive on that social accountability when I say I'm when I think I'm going to do something I tell as many people as I can yeah when I know that I can't back out yeah so take us through the process of coming to the realization that you wanted to share this more widely and how you kind of found a way to do that because I'm sure that wasn't a linear process any more than no it was very much a kind of oh you know Elizabeth Gilbert big idea it was one of those kind of ideas I'd 
run events previously to 2015 in the pregnancy world, um, which were that gathering of information in one place for pregnant ladies. And it had been a huge financial flop, cost me a lot of money. And coming out of that, I'd spoken to a lot of people who said, oh, I really want to do this for women's wellness, um, have these big events where we can gather in experts and all the things that women need to be really well. So it wasn't so niche as pregnancy. Yeah. And uh, I didn't get great feedback. I spoke to some friends and some colleagues and some contacts and everyone was like, oh, it won't work in Sleepy Worthing, West Sussex, where I was planning on holding this event to begin with. It won't work. It's too expensive. You won't get the footfall. Not one person supported that idea. So at that time, I was quite vulnerable and and wasn't ready clearly because I put it back in a box but it was an idea that kept tapping me on the shoulder Mm. so once I qualified at the end 2016 I knew I wanted to hit the ground running because I had this taking the family traveling dream that needed to unfold before my daughter started high school ideally okay so I started working with um, a mentor to support me on this journey. And I kept saying to her, I've got this idea, I've got this idea, but I've got this festival idea, this women's wellness festival idea. And she's like, Naomi, that sounds like a lot of hard work. I was like, mm, it does. How about we come back to these easier to implement ideas? I was like, okay, let's do those. But ultimately, the idea just would not leave me alone. It would wake me up in the middle of the night. Everywhere I looked, it was just popping into my kind of psyche into my consciousness it was like it was already existed (laughs) I've got goosebumps again (laughs) (laughs) it was an entity before I even allowed myself for it to be have a name or have a location or have a website or anything it totally existed through me so it 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 persisted (laughs) and I had an idea about the venue I kind of knew where I wanted it and one day I don't know what triggered it but I just phoned up the venue to see how much it was and when it was available and they only have one date available for the rest of that year happened to be the date that I was looking for the price was far less than I imagined it was going to be so I literally just booked it there and then oh wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yes and then had to tell everyone that I said I wasn't going to do it I am now I am doing this women's wellness festival and yeah, that was it. We we had a name. We I learned how to build a website. I gathered a team. It it just was the the typical example of the law of attraction. It, people were just being drawn into it, it in terms of the organisation. That was it was a really easy job to get gather a team together. People loved the concept, wanted to be involved, and that still remains today. It's like Velcro for an awesome people. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps gathering them, which yeah. is brilliant. And what I love yeah. about that is it's a classical example of what happens when you, even though it might not be logical, you just know in your heart of hearts that this is the thing you have to do. Yes, that is exactly it. (laughs) The reason I know that is because that's how my book came to me as well. It was the same kind of thing. Um, And I, I often, when I was talking to people about it at the time, I would use... Liz Gilbert, actually, you know, her idea of ideas. Yes. Um, because that really resonated with me as well. So I can 
so relate to that sense of almost pestering you and you know can almost imagine your idea standing there with its arms folded going come on (laughs) what are we tapping its feet (laughs) definitely and it's just that that fear of also thinking if I don't do it now I'm going to lose the idea like the timing you know people talk about divine timing the timing was perfect if I tried to do it the two years previous when I first had the idea I wouldn't have known what it was that women needed to feel emotionally well and now I have this amazing year of insight working with women on a deeper level of this incredible amount of tuition. The tuition I have was like first class and I knew what it was that Restfest needed to be, whereas I wouldn't have had that two years ago. So the timing was just brilliant for it as well, which I think is another element, having the right time. Yeah. And also, you know, from a, from a work perspective, business perspective, if anybody who hears this conversation is, is in that position of they've got their own business and there's a thing they want to do and they're not quite sure where to go with it. What you've honed in on as well is the fact that it's often about knowing your, your receivers, you know, the people you're serving inside out and being able to speak to that, being able to speak to that need in a really loving, compassionate way. And I know um, when I've seen any, Thing that you've put out about rest fest it's you know i've been drawn to it like velcro that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm so pleased i'm so pleased yeah because your language is perfect it's absolutely perfect and it is tapping into um a real desire that so many of us can relate to and that's one of the reasons i wanted to to talk to you because most of the people that will hear this are women and there's no woman out there that doesn't need some reminders about self-care even if they can't make it to your event each year yes yeah definitely we hope that we can be the keeping it real voice of women's sanity so that we are recommending and encouraging women to take a break you know our hashtag is um, hashtag busy women's day off because we're all overworked underpaid and um, not appreciated enough I feel in this modern time where we're dashing pillar to post and not everyone but a lot of women that I work with and speak to they just simply aren't taking that time out for themselves yeah definitely. they're still wrapping the whole self-care piece up in guilt and not trusting that there's anyone else available to support them and not worthiness as well so we really need every woman to know that they're worthy and help them find a way to just have a really nourishing inspiring day that runs deeper than a retreat it runs deeper than a than a day at a spa it's really really designed to ignite the imagination and show women what's truly possible with their lives amongst a whole bunch of other keeping it real like-minded ladies yeah yeah I love that just it sounds so juicy and obviously I am gonna be there (laughs) I am going this time around oh fantastic we (laughs) are just so excited by the people that are sticking to us like Velcro this time. We've got a great Velcro crew. We're 
yeah yeah beyond excited by our guests and our speakers and the whole team that's involved in it it's turning to quite an operation <laughs> yeah, i'm sure so how does it feel for you to have gone through such a big turnaround in what is actually a really relatively short time i mean bearing in mind as well you've just come back from being away in greece for several weeks so yeah three months three months three which months. was another part of the big why yeah um i wanted to have a business that i could work anywhere in the world with my laptop and that was another part of the why that fed in because I knew that I wanted to have freedom to travel, freedom to show my children the world on my own terms and educate them in a non-traditional way at some times. Yes. Not full time, but at, to be able to have this freedom to choose when and how I wanted to educate my children. And yeah, that turned into 12 weeks in Greece. We went Greek island hopping. We literally came home last week and I did a big bulk of that by myself with three children as well because my husband had to come home for work reasons and that again was another just leap into the unknown I had no idea whether I'd be able to cope with three small children traveling around Greece by myself but I did and it's just testament to feeling the fear and doing it anyway the day my husband left I cried all day thinking well, what have I done this is the worst idea in the world and actually we all became so empowered and confident and assertive and yeah we had an incredible experience the four of us together I love that mm. and what a perfect segue to going into your next rest fest as well I know it's been really 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 nourishing for me and it's just a wonderful wonderful story that I want to share with any woman because there's nothing special about me it's the whole, if one woman can, any woman can. And I've had so many messages since I've been away from various women in my circles just saying, I so want to take my children travelling. How have you done this? How did you get around the school thing? What have you done about this? And I think just by living that dream, it gives permission to others to also live their best, highest life on whichever frequency they need to. So that's very nourishing and humbling for me. Yeah, of course. Being able to achieve something that you've dreamed of. And again, I'll reiterate that it's in a really short time period. And and seeing that that then ignites something in other people, yeah. you know, that sense of possibility. Before we came on air, we were talking about how we both both love igniting hope and possibility in others. And and you've you've really been able to do that and you've done it in a way that at the same time has been a gift back to you and your kids and your husband as well even if he had to come back early it's um it's life affirming isn't it it totally is yeah I haven't um, been in a total buzz since we got back just of pride for myself and pride for the people around me and all about that hope of what's next you know this has been an amazing year 2020 that's the start of a whole new decade start of a whole new world of possibility and I'm feeling incredibly positive about that what do you love about where you are now and what what's kind of been your biggest learnings along the way would you say I think the biggest learnings has been that 
I can figure it all out along the way. You don't need to know all the answers. With the traveling piece, I was really hesitant and I had a chat with a really good friend and she said to me, how do you operate your business? I said, well, I just book the venue and then I just figure out the rest along the way. And she said, well, why don't you do that with traveling? And I was like, okay. So I did. I literally, without having a clue, there was a few kind of signals of where I wanted to go. I just found a flight, booked the flights, and then I sorted the school out. I sorted the home ed out. Something fell into place that really gave us some money to be able to afford to do the traveling as well. So once you've committed just trusting that you will be able to figure it out along the way. And it's just taking that jump and committing that makes it all happen. Showing if you believe in the powers of the universe, showing the universe you're serious, you know, what can you do to make everything else shift? Yeah. Yes. Magic in action. Yes, magic in action indeed. <laughs> and it's just, I just feel unstoppable at the moment since... Um, Came back from Greece last week, went to a wilderness festival this weekend, which was incredible. I sat down and looked at my vision board on first thing on uh, Tuesday morning and realised that actually this vision board I'd made around two years ago, that 95% of it had come to fruition. And I was feeling really proud of that, but I posted out to my little coaching group. So the only thing missing is I really wanted to run a retreat and within an hour I had a phone call from somebody needing a hypnotherapist to go and work at their retreat the following day and run a whole column of hypnotherapy at the retreat and it just blew my mind because that was the one thing (laughs) that I literally just asked the universe for and it came within the hour so that is mental It is, it, it, and it, it just doesn't stop there. Like, we rent our house out on Airbnb and we've got a booking next week and it's for two weeks and now we're back from Greece. We don't have anywhere to stay and it was on my to-do list, find somewhere to stay for a fortnight. I was like, I'm just going to leave that one to trust. Again, within an hour, I got an offer of house-sitting, a beautiful house with a beautiful little doggy with it that comes with it too. So oh my goodness. I think once you get on this frequency and you start believing anything's possible, it really does start to flood in for your opportunities. Yeah, it's it's about really, um, well, Vish and Lakiani. I don't know if you're into Mind Valley stuff. I totally am, yeah. I love, yeah, I love his stuff. I, I, I think he probably started me off quite a few years ago giving a name to the things I learned when I learned about uh, Chinese medicine and, and Taoism and you know kind of energy the way you can shift energy and how that shifts your external reality I never knew what to call it but he calls it bending reality um, and yeah. he talks about these different levels of realization that are a little bit like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which forms part of what I do in my work as well, because I kind of liken it to chakra journeys. And, um, and I feel like every time you go up a level, the most crappy things in the world could happen to you, but you can't ever go back to the level of awareness you had before because you've, you've accessed a, you know, a whole higher level of understanding and you are, the true embodiment and example of that especially with what you just shared about (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you just putting it out there vision you know a fest next (laughs) (laughs) you and me both (laughs) let's do it together (laughs) and i won't let us go off down that tangent too far because i suspect we could be here for another hour talking about (laughs) let's just say they're going to um 
uh, where are they going? Amsterdam next year for for, for their university campus. Oh, I know. That's so, just, very just, good. But if you can't make it to Amsterdam, you could come to Arundel, West Sussex. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you keep yourself sort of grounded and balanced with all of the different things that are happening and, you know, having completely recreated your reality? Yeah, the kids do a wonderful job of that. The kids keep you firmly rooted in the everyday mm-hmm. and using my life lessons to share with them. So just little, just taking what I know and embedding that and implanting that in their little brains now it really excites me. On holiday, every day we watch the beautiful sunset and use that as our gratitude practice. And all of those things, just being grateful for every moment. And I haven't done this alone. I've had an incredible amount of support. I'm really, really grateful to my family as well, you know, because they have been amazing. My husband has been mostly willing to go along for the ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's taken some persuasion. It hasn't come without resistance because I think when you unfold in this manner at the speed that we've been chatting about, it can be a little um, scary for those watching and not understanding what's occurring so be the change you wish to see is always my advice with that because they eventually and in their own time they will join you on the journey very much so i use that quote a lot as well we are definitely kindred spirits totally soul sisters definitely (laughs) (laughs) so how does it feel to be where you are now looking back Oh gosh, it feels like a whirlwind and as I was explaining earlier, it kind of feels like it was a distant dream. It was so good and it was so far away from normal day, from the cut and paste life. (laughs) It was, you know, every day was a dream and every day things would happen like that, things I'd creatively visualised about and little turns of events were a way that just unfolded beautifully as well. And it was all just very affirming that I was, I'm on the right track, I'm doing the right things and I'm really incredibly excited about what next there's rest fest has an incredible amount of opportunity for 2020 so um we're exploring a lot of that now alongside lots of doing running in different formats in different places for different people so i'm excited about taking more wellness messages to the world yeah Worthing today, the world tomorrow. <laughs> That's it. There's, there's no holding me back now. So watch out the world. Yeah, let's see how many more people we can influence in terms of inspiring them and empowering them to take time for themselves and surround themselves by incredible people. Yeah, I'm so with you on that. And that's one of the things I love about having these conversations because everybody I speak to in this podcast they are of you know that same kind of mindset that we get to literally ripple out through our very being (laughs) you know and everything we believe in we just we get to ripple out positive change waves to everybody around us and then they get to do the same with everyone around them and it's it's entirely possible to shift how people operate and think and behave and how they feel and um and I I love that you're doing that so tangibly with Restfest so I think for anybody who doesn't know anything about Restfest do you want to say a little bit more about that 
in terms of what it looks like and yeah what people will get out of it definitely definitely so rest fest currently is a one day festival our next one it's our third event we host them twice a year at the turning of the season so in October and April. So the next is the 6th of October 2019 in Arundel at the Hilton Aversford Park. We're moving to a bigger venue because we outgrew the last one. So we're very excited about that prospect of having literally double the space. So it's a one day celebration of women and women's health, emotional health, mental health, and feeling good from the inside out. And the way that the day works is we start with a massive opening ceremony, which is a little bit emotional. I usually cry when I turn around and see how many women have chosen to gather with us that day. <laughs> it's quite staggering. It's quite an emotional moment. And then the day unfolds, the whole timetable. This time we have around 50 activities, which are all represent our four intentions for women which actually unfolded from our first event when women set their intentions for the day we realized that they fell into four categories and that was inspiration empowerment rest and joy so all of our activities fall under those categories and we have everything for women to enjoy anything from kind of yoga raves through to wild art, through to beautiful authors talking about their books and how they wrote their books and the chance to get up close with people writing the self-help, shelf-help kind of genre of books. We've got guest speakers talking about the menstrual cycle and how to harness your power within. So there's a little bit of woo, a little bit of spirituality, but that's only one little element of it. There's a lot for women to explore in terms of Pilates and um, the more mainstream genres of women's health as well. So not to be scared by the fact I've had a lot of feedback recently. Women are like, I'm not a spiritual person. And actually it's not about that at all. It's about having that time for yourself, having a beautiful massage, beautiful food, doing some crafts and maybe just opening your mind to something that you've never tried before. Mm. Yeah. So that's our day, yeah. It's a full day from nine to six. And then we have a glorious, glorious golden goddess experience in the evening for those who want to choose to stay over, which is just very special and unfolding to be very glittery and very golden and very secret. <laughs> but awesome. it's going to be glorious. <laughs> and guess what ticket I've got? I know what ticket you've got, Helen. You're going to be loving it. It's going to be <laughs> stunning, literally. I... Yeah, it's a whole new element. We've never run an evening event alongside it. But women just don't want to go home. They don't want it to end. So I'm giving them what they want. They're like, I don't want to go home. I don't want it to finish. Okay, <laughs> let's stay. Let's make it an overnight. So that's what's happening on the 6th with a lot of our kind of guest speakers and things also staying on for the evening. If you want to get out a ticket, any of your lovely, lovely listeners, then the best place to do that is over on our website. It's www.restfest.com. .co.uk and you'll find all the information there too brilliant and i will put that in the show notes as well awesome. with, with everything that anyone might need to get hold of you because i'm sure there'll be a few people that hear this and think wow i would love to know a bit more about naomi's journey and you know how you escaped from the cut and paste life to where you are now 
And I'd love to share it. Yeah, please get in touch in any way, shape or form on social media, emails or via RestFest and I'll happy, happy to chat more. So before I let you go, I just want to ask you if there is anybody that hears this who is feeling particularly stuck in that place of cut and paste, Groundhog Day, what would be one piece of advice your heart might like to share with them? Digging deep and think about what it truly is that you want. Because when we're feeling stuck, that's all you can see. So you almost need to take the blinkers off. Because I remember that year just thinking, just feeling quite hopeless, the opposite to what we're trying to achieve now. But feeling like I didn't have any options because I had three children, I didn't have any money. And actually when I chose that day to look at life differently, to start taking actions and I literally it's like a curtain came down and I could suddenly see all the opportunities but whilst I was in a blinkered state I couldn't see the truth of the words so allow yourself to dream and just take one little action towards that it doesn't need to be booking a flight or booking a venue but just what's the first next step could you just phone somebody or contact someone on social media and ask them what they've done or ask for some support just start doing some research and you'll be amazed then where that breadcrumb of opportunity leads to yeah perfect I love that that is beautiful advice and I love that you brought it to a full circle of completion back to where we started and that you mentioned breadcrumbs because I love a good breadcrumb trail (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be here talking to you having this podcast it wouldn't even exist if I hadn't followed the breadcrumbs and just trusted. I love that. That feels like a beautiful, beautiful place to close. I love chatting with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity oh, to share Rest with your audience. And I hope many of your, your crew can come and join us on the 6th of October. I'd love to see some new faces and discuss their turning points too. Oh yeah, you you and me both. Yeah, we can and we can have a turning points gathering point to discuss turning points, couldn't we? That would be amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't wait to actually meet you in person on the 6th of October. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Turning Point Project. If you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast as it really makes a difference and will only take a moment. If you'd like to continue the conversation or ask me any questions, come and connect with me over on Instagram at Helen Rebello Author or join the free magical life movement at HelenRebello.com. Have a gorgeous, gorgeous day and I'll catch you in the next episode.